Hello everyone. I'm Mac. And I'm Liv. Welcome or welcome back to the Tale Duel podcast. The podcast where two friends swap stories each week. Some are dark, some are wild, but all are a lot of fun. We hope you get something out of each episode. <laughs> we know we do. TED Talk. So fun fact, I never knew what a TED Talk was until like four years ago when I did my victory lab. We had to do an assignment where we had to listen to a TED Talk and then make a presentation and present it to the class. And I actually didn't why people laugh and I got like the highest mark anyway. Um, so I figured I would just do like a research-based podcast um, and pick something that I could like relate to or something that like many of us could and just have like a mind, you know, opening topic. Um, so again, air quote, um, being like without medically being diagnosed. The topic of the podcast is something that I feel like many people can relate to. I certainly can relate to, and I feel like many people can relate to. And I airport this because I am not medically diagnosed. I mean, some people who are listening might be medically diagnosed, but anyway, um, this TED Talk is the TED Talk on how our voices reveal anxiety. Um, and I don't know, Mac, have you listened to this, watched it, any of that? No, I haven't. This particular one i've seen like a handful of tick or tech talks wow <laughs> i've seen like a handful of ted talks but i'm not like a huge fan i know some people like watch all of them or a lot of them i'm not one of those people yeah it's been a while since i've watched one i just thought it would be interesting you know to have something because it's honestly this is like a topic that's super relevant to what i'm going through right now so I know like, it's, oh. it's really interesting, especially because like you, it's, you said your voice, right? It's your voice, not your face. Yeah, how our voices reveal anxiety. That's interesting. I also feel like I'm about to be called out. <laughs> huh? Um. So yeah, I just wanted to be like, I already answered my questions. I was going to say, like, are you into watching them? Like, what's your take on them? Like, before we begin, like, how do you feel? I do like them though, and I really like yeah. the expansive things that they cover, like. There are certain things that they cover that are like, oh my god, I would have never thought of like that being a thing. So I do yeah. like them. Because I mean, like, there's so many different links, kind of like how our like our podcast is. Like, you can have so many different ones. So to start it, I like honestly searched mental health into the search bar on the TED Talk site, and this one popped up. And I think maybe because I had like specific filters, but I was like super intrigued on the podcast. A nine minute TED Talk, so I was like something quick and easy to kind of like talk about, kind of like present some information. Um, so this was presented back. June of 2018, um, and then I'll add the video in the podcast notes if anyone should feels like they want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, so it is only nine minutes and 36 seconds. Um, I think it ends up being nine minutes and 20 seconds because they have like their own credits at the end or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it definitely like can create some like discussion and allow someone for themselves to interpret or have a different mindset after. Um, so I decided to write a few like thoughts before I start. Um, so the reason I picked it is like again. Although I haven't medically been diagnosed, I've been told that I suffer from anxiety. And I mean, I feel like in this day and age, we all kind of suffer from it, regardless of what or how much. We all, I feel, carry a little bit. Yeah, I feel like everyone has um, anxiety, whether it be an actual disorder. And like some of the thoughts I had before watching it, so I was like, honestly, either this is going to be really boring, or it can be really interesting, or it might have just been a complete waste of time, and I'm going to bore back now with everything and anything that I've just <laughs> watched. Um... I'm curious, though, specifically what our voices have to reveal about anxiety. Like, I've heard a little bit about, like, how you know what your, your voice, like, changes or, like, you get that 
in general. Um, that was so gross. I'm so sorry. Everyone had to hear that. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm just, I'm over it. Let's just watch and see what's going to be said, what's going to be told, all of that. After hearing the title now, do you have anything specifically, like, anything come to mind? Just being like, like hearing the name, they'll obviously watch it. I'm just, like, yeah, I'm just really curious because I've only ever heard of, like, facial expressions for stuff like that. It's interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like it. So, since it is a shorter TED Talk, and I wanted to try a different layout on how I'm going to talk, I decided to break it up in, like, three-minute chunks so that I can just kind of get the general idea of what is said, just so that you can get, like, a bit of understanding if you choose not to watch it, and then if you watch it, it kind of, like, backs up with what I said. Um, so, basically, it's actually start so to set the scene she opens up with giving everyone a scenario so it's you're giving a presentation that your boss wants you to um research that he would do the presentation last minute he comes up to you and says you know what i can't do it but since you wrote it are you able to just do it for me now you start to become super nervous because that wasn't the original plan the plan was for him to present and you do the research now you start to get all of these things you start becoming choked up you get that really gross lump in your throat your voice becomes to quiver Jack reminds us that all of these things are super normal and everyone experiences it. Apparently, these are all uh, physiological reactions to an emotionally threatening situation, either that is a real thing or something that comes in our mind but then comes out in voice. And again, this is all something that I've heard, but it's kind of like interesting to kind of read. Um, so she stated that she's a specialized speech language pathologist and clinical researcher, and that she can give us anatomy and physiologically reasons on why and when and then different solutions to us so that our negative emotions don't come out in our voice presenting this i am having my voice covering in that lump in my throat because i'm getting really overwhelmed with talking about it <laughs> she then discusses how our wind um, and then she goes have you ever heard of vocal folds so apparently it happens um when our body is helping to protect ourselves to protect our like organs so that when we drink something and then swallow our body hears the situation of what's going on the full happens that when we eat or drink or fluids again i used voice to text so <laughs> get that <laughs> when we eat or chew our muscles are supposed to become tensed up and therefore allowing us to continue to chew and drink so that we don't get food in our lungs and organs. so that was the first three minutes how are you feeling? Like, is it a lot? Is it random? Did I butcher it? Maybe I did. No, now I'm just like, okay, but how does this relate to like, how does this feel like the vocal folds and like that part relate to anxiety? Now I'm just like more intrigued. Right? All right. There you go. Some of it's new to me. Some of it I've heard. Mm -hmm. Um, I've definitely, I've heard of vocal folds and I'll get to why in a few minutes. Um, so personal thoughts on my end, I was like, okay, it's going well. It seems like a lot of info in the bag, but she's providing a lot of good information, and it kind of, like, helps us to understand what's being said because of the explanations, but also makes you wonder, like, why does it, like, what, like, do you say that? Like, why does it matter? Like, mm-hmm. how does it really work? So the next three to six minutes, so she continues to talk about the vocal fluids and how it focuses on more of uh, just things going down the wrong tubes. Like, that's not it. It does much more for us, like when we're in that vulnerable state, during our insecure, anxious, fearful, and scared moments. And then she gives us another like situation, or not situation, but like a, a thought to have. Mm-hmm. She mentions how 
how you how did you feel when you were on your first date, like your ever first date, or anything first date for that matter? When you're driving down that road, you hear that sign on the sign like behind you. Also, she definitely did sign noises. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then that first time, you know, public speaking, how did you feel when you first started doing that? And then ironically, she says that local foods aren't just trying to help us, but when they come become tense or completely tensed up, it just doesn't help her voice comes out. She said it's that, and I quote, kind of scary moment is what we've heard, and I couldn't scream for help. Mm. And then she said it's because, like, our vocal cords are trying to come out, and that's why we get that long, dry, choked up feeling. And then she said that voice uh, clinicians already know that stress is actually affecting our voice entirely. And then she named different clinicians that have done the experiments. Um, it's actually an induced stressful situation where public speaking, starting sounds, that you can get that cold water on your body randomly. Um, the muscles in, our, in and around our voice box actually end up reacting and either hold or close it all together. And it doesn't really explain why, but it just does a lot of muscle tension on you. And then she started talking about how vocal folds could actually help protect you from feeling anxious with an example of the scenario. So she goes, how, and it, she, so she's like, she pretends to be like the person going to ask for a raise and how one is feel anxious about it and then that voice comes up very whiny and you just sound ridiculous and it doesn't necessarily help you get that raise it just makes it sound like you're a baby and you can't get it out not necessarily a baby but like you have nothing really like going yeah for you, right that makes sense um and this is where it starts to resonate for me because personally right now i'm working with like a psychotherapist on like emotions anxiety and apparently depression um I wasn't like, she can't like formally diagnose me with anxiety and depression, but we do one of those like testing score sheets oh, yeah. um, just to see where my levels were at. And she said that I indicate lots of anxiety and a bit of depression. So, if I have dollar for personal connection in one of those, <laughs> right? Like, I've done so many and I'm like, all right, it's going to stay the same. But like, to have somebody actually like describing that, um, because like the other day, like, I literally talked about the other day, like, insecure, vulnerable, vulnerable moments, and then, like, how do we not allow all of our anxious thoughts to, like, arise in that specific moment? Like, how do we get ourselves out of these fearful moments and allow for that positive mindset to come through to not help us, like, feel that way? Like, I'm terrible with public speaking, and I recently just got a bit better at it, but, you know, still global. Um, discussing this, too, I'm, like, super mind-blown, because, weirdly enough, I have paradoxal vocal fold movement, which is PVFM. So basically, my vocal folds, my vocal folds, my vocal cords pull, actually, um, they close when they're not actually supposed to be. So they close when they should be open, and they open when they need to be closed. That's interesting. Right? Um, so it actually, yeah, like I said, it just does the opposite. So sometimes these things can last from up to 30 seconds, up to minutes, hours, um, it happens um, mostly in your neck and upper trachea, so like just under your jaw, right where your trachea starts, and right where the start, like the mind starts. That makes sense. Um, so I was actually also born with an underdeveloped throat called tracheal trachea malacia. So they believe that that was also the reason why I have part of it, but I was supposed to like out feel feel out of it as I grew. Mm -hmm. But now having this PVFM, they think that it also could be caused from the birth defect so that it all ties together. Um, I found that out in 2016, actually, before I had like a knee surgery. 
interesting. I was just going to um, say, what did you feel like? Yeah. How did they know that? <laughs> I, I didn't really say anything because I honestly lost all of, like, exercises I was supposed to do to help, like, monitor that. Um, and they didn't realize that this was a thing because apparently, like, anxiety also has an impact on it. Yeah, that makes I sense. Being really angry, right? Like, I started having more anxious um, feelings right after I had fallen back in grade 12. Um, probably a bit of, like, PTSD from falling as well. Um, so that was the three to six minutes. So six minutes to the end. Um, and then she started, you know, as before, she started giving us that example of the scenario of asking for a race. We start to panic. We just discuss it really fast. We're like, hey, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. But you don't yeah. want it. Um, you know, like you don't end up sounding confident and you don't, you don't sound as important as you should be. Um, and it's really hard because, like she said, we don't want others to, like, see our emotions because we don't want to be judged. We want our voices to be able to reflect our true selves. And we don't want, we want everything that we say to res- like respond and showing our strengths and our weaknesses. And then research is of like voice and perception. Um, apparently our voice has been correlated with perception and anxiety, which again, all makes sense. Like we don't realize how big anxiety really is. Um, and then like, again, our voice could also not allow us to be like showing a full confidence or not being able to show that we're trustworthy, even though we definitely are, like we can end up being such a strong person being really trustworthy and very confident, but then I'm misperceived because of having that lack of voice because of your, you know, anxiety and your voice coming out weak. Um, so she goes, so because we are in like today's virtual world or virtual calls and having those like conference calls for videos instead of going traditionally in person, because we don't typically get to see other people's faces sometimes, we end up just hearing the voice. Um, so it doesn't ever really reflect the communication because we don't have that thing to see. So we're going off of what we hear and it takes over how we're perceived just because of that. Um, and then she ends it with, she goes, so here's a favorite activity of mine. Um, there's obviously many, but she said that this is one of her favorites to do. So basically what you're going to do is you're going to like take your finger out and put it, your pointer finger, and you're going to take it out and put it right in front of your mouth. And then you're going to blow on your finger like a steady air sound. Uh, all right, yeah, just steady air. And then what you're going to do is you're going to make that sign. Is I am not going to do it. <laughs> but <laughs> by doing this, like say five or ten times, it allows. Um, sorry, it ends up actually essentially allowing yourself to relax the, the vocal cords because it establishes a breath, a, uh, a stable airflow, and a voice stability, which helps us to have that clear voice. And then she goes, yeah, we always want to try to find the best outlook or look for us um, on who we are. We never really spend that time to find our best voice to have. So we want to make sure that we can have it because it can either reveal or conceal our emotions. And then again, she quotes, make sure what you say is how you want to be perceived. Since our voice can give our emotions away without us even saying anything. Um, So that was that. Um, So like I said, it was nine minutes, 25 seconds. And then there was their ads. Yeah. Um, and then, like, my quick personal thoughts were, like, oh, my goodness, like, doing that voice activity actually released so much tension in my throat and allowed me to feel even more, like, less anxious, which I was, like, like, because I'm always feeling anxious, even I have, like, even if there's nothing to be stressed about or, like, feel anxious about, I'm, like, yeah. wow. <laughs> like, my voice, or my uh, psychotherapist actually gave me another, like, technique the other day to do it, where you, like, I was kind of shooting for different like breathing yeah. activities, but I thought that was awesome. 
actually live in one because I live in Scottsdale, in Scottsdale, so I'm like, ah, okay, if it works, then, okay, good. Um, and then, yeah, you know, and then, like, um, after the lockdown that I was watching it, kind of, like, on and off camera, I was like, it's only going to be for us to suck up to, and I honestly really wanted that I, you know, got some new information, so validated research when you watch a TED talk and people are using like hormones to make their brains grow yeah. if you're bored like I highly recommend watching it because it's even though it might explain it in your particular allowance like it would be weird at all to see her reactions her tone her yeah, for everything sure. she said you know and all of the actual things that she gains are super close up so basically if you have any thoughts since you've been doing watching it's definitely different than I was expecting I was expecting it more to go in the yeah. route of like how you can tell when people are anxious. Um, but it's interesting that it went in the road, the whole, like, how, what happens to your voice when you're anxious and, like, how you can exactly. prevent that to, like, benefit you, which I think is interesting because, yeah, that's something I definitely never thought about. It's definitely a new thing. So, yeah, that's all I have for today. Well, that's all we have for you today. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Remember, we post every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Bye! Bye. <laughs>